0: live, finally, I'm there, Marie-Pierre, I made it, I made it, welcome everyone to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, and I'm telling you, Tony Robbins is on point with my business right now, where I am at personally in my life right now, what I want to share with people for 2022, everything is like, um, everything is being Marie-Pierre synergistic, <laughs> There you go. Everything is being synergistic. Everything is falling into place. For those that it's the first time you're joining us, this is a podcast where we cover books with you. So Monday and Tuesday, you have Jean-Philippe and Sabrina. They're doing right now Leadership Shift with John Maxwell. So it's a great way to go through a book with interpretation and explanation and how to implement it for free. I mean what better way to cover a book than having the intention intentionality simply by attending a podcast. On Wednesdays we have the book the book Tony Robbins awaken the giant within and on Thursday and Friday it's me and Marie Pierre where we cover uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and we're still in the synergy part, the synergistic part. So when I was preparing the podcast this morning, I say, oh, my God, everything is falling into place. Tony Robbins, Awakened the Giant, explains to us the power of metaphors. And I love the metaphor of life is a game. I've been raised in the metaphor, life is a game. Actually, I didn't even know that saying life is a game was a metaphor. I don't know how to explain it to you. So this morning was an absolutely, it was a, an absolute joy reading the chapter. I love this metaphor for me because I've been using it for forty years in my business. I always say to my husband, "Life is a game. I call it a chessboard game. Who who will you be on the board? I'm the queen, and you guys. <laughs> so let's have fun. Go on Pod B. If you're on Zoom, write on Zoom too in the chat, who do you choose to be on the chessboard game? Who do you choose to be on the chessboard game? Okay, everybody has metaphors for how they view life. Everybody, everybody has a metaphor. And these metaphors, believe me, will determine how you live your life and how you feel and every day in your life the way you wake up in the morning? Are you one of those people that wake up in the morning and say, don't talk to me before I don't drink a cup of coffee? Do you Are you, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people are like that. You have to understand you can't start the morning. You can't possibly, you cannot possibly. I talk to myself. Marie, you can't put your good humor in the hands of coffee. If coffee has that power over you, there's a problem, Maria. How many people you know okay, that have used this sentence, don't talk to me before I drink my first coffee, or in the morning, I, I don't smile before my first coffee, and I can go on and on with all the types of different words I have heard in, you know, in my life of people of how to describe their mornings, versus I'm so excited as soon as my eyes open up for real, And then one person I got, you know, I get on people's nerves because I'm always in a, in, in a happy mood. And she goes, she goes to me, you can't always be happy. Yes, because I choose to be happy. It's a choice. Happiness is a choice. So anyways. Take it away, Jean-Philippe. He's going to start with explaining the different metaphors we can use. Sabrina, how to have pivot points of today. What metaphors can you change into what so you can pivot in 2022? And Marie-Pierre will give you examples of winner metaphors. So thank you, Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, and Marie-Pierre
1: yes thank you maria good morning everyone i'm so happy that when we start the podcast so many of you just take a couple minutes a couple seconds just to hit that share button and share it everywhere on social media so thank you for those who are right now watching us on facebook and for those who are listening on podbeam we are so happy to have you with us so yes i will talk a lot about um about metaphor of life so we will see that there is different way of describing life and we start with life is a game but we will finish with it today and in the book tony robbins just took so many metaphors that we can use with life and one of the first that he mentioned was the one that uh, donald trump was using he said that life is a test Depending on uh, how good you were at school maybe or how you view, okay that word test. For somebody, it can means that oh my god, life will be rough. I need to be prepared, maybe I will flunk out my test, okay? So depending on what is your background, sometimes people are using different metaphor. For uh, other people, they will use life is a competition. So yes, sometimes it will be fun, but sometimes people have to be beaten, and there can only be one winner, okay? Am I comfortable in that metaphor? Uh, another one that mother Teresa used is she said that life is sacred okay so when you use that okay for myself when I uh, I hear life is sacred okay I instantly think of it's serious you cannot make joke it's like if you' are in a church and you just have like to shut down and like just listen and be present okay so is that fun is that not much fun is that serious? other people will use life is a gift so i love that metaphor because they say that there is surprise there is fun there is special so depending on what is your background actually you will give a different interpretation to those metaphor and the one that actually i love too is life is a game because yes it's fun. Sometimes it's, it's competitive. Like, will it, will it absolutely have a loser? Not necessarily. Does it take a lot of skill? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. So it's all about what is your filter? what is the filter that you have on those words and like depending on what is the filter is it is it more positive is it more negative well it depends on you and depend on how you give that interpretation it will affect you it will affect the way you think and the way you feel because for someone be competitive is not, it's actually really good for those, for other people, they see that as really bad and they feel stress about that. So this, okay, it comes from your background and depending on how you want to feel at that moment, but actually also you can look at, oh, this is how I see that word. Can I change that word to give me that good impression, to give me that good vision about the right metaphor that I should use? And I love game because all our life, when we started as kids and as babies, we used game. They say we like for for Christmas, okay, we bought games to our nephew. OK, and I know that it's to help them like progress in their life to learn the basic things. OK, there were lace and zippers and all of that. But I don't say I bought you some lace and zippers so you can practice. No, I bought you a game. Okay, and you will have so just by that, game does not mean that, oh my God, I have just have to beat you. Now, it means that I have fun, okay, in that journey. So the way you're using word, okay, will give you some benefits or some limitation. Is there only one right metaphor? No because we all have different backgrounds. So it's depending also on the context. So sometimes you can use life is a competition. Sometimes you can use life is a gift. Other times you can use life is a game. So depending on the context, depending on your background, you can use more than one, because only say that's the only best metaphor, limit yourself, okay? And I will let you with that because there was another one what is the metaphor that you're using for your job or for your work? Okay, people say, I'm going to hell. Somebody see as a garden that I have to take care of my garden or somebody else say that job is also my family. So what are you using to describe all of your world all around you? What are those metaphors? So now take it away, Sabrina.
2: Yeah, and I will use the same uh, uh, example. What? are your metaphor to present when there's a bad situation that you have in your life. Because as they say, you can amplify a bad situation or you can uh, put it simple or just change your, if you're changing your metaphor, you're changing your mindset. And in the book, they are giving some example that people that they are, in bad moment, they are feeling so bad, but the way that they can change it, it's the way to change the metaphor that they see their life. And I will ask you the question. I know that everybody have bad moments in their life. What was your metaphor? Or right now, what is the metaphor that you use to present those moments? If the moment is already past, maybe the metaphor is different right now. And it was just bad moment because you're (laughs) now your father, those hard moments. If you are in those hard moments, maybe the metaphor, it's really big (laughs) to present what you are living right now. Yeah, I really love it, Dorothy. Learning experience. When, you re, re, when you're able to present it as learning experience, it's because now you grow from those moments, but those bad moments are finished. <laughs> and they, they give an example, and I, I will give mine because it was really uh, like that. They give the example for people that have difficulty with uh, drugs or alcohol. They need to change the mindset. They need to change the metaphor, the link that they have with those con- product, with those consummation. Because when you have difficulty with consummation, with drug or with alcohol, the problem is it's sometimes it's linked to pleasure. You know that you are not supposed to take it because it brings you in bad situation but you have pleasure linked to the to to the alcohol for me it was alcohol so i will give you this example until the date that there's no pleasure and when you face this wall that there's no more pleasure linked to with drugs or with alcohol you need to change it and the example they presented as to as bullet that you have, that you have with you every time that you're walking. Same if you're going swimming, you have your bullet. <laughs> and if you don't stop, you, you will just die. So when you have this metaphor in your head, and I can tell you, for me, it was stopping drinking, or die. It was really my two options that I have in my head, uh, and I was 16 years old when I decided to stop. But in my head this morning, I, I, at the, the morning that I decided to stop, it was my two choice. I know that in life there's mo- more choice than that, but in my head, it's always how we are seeing it. In my head, at 16 years old, it was my two option, And I will be honest with you. I choose stop drinking because I said if it's not working, the second option is still there. If I take the die today, I don't have another option. But I decided to stop and I said if I'm not more happy, same if I'm stopping drinking, I will try to die later. <laughs> it was not a great choice, but it was the choice that I did this at this point. I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, stopping drinking it changed my life, so I'm still there. But sometimes we are not doing real choice; we are just facing the uh, the situation. But it linked to metaphor. At this point, I changed my metaphor. I decided that I can change the vision. And they said, "I really love it." They said, "Changing the metaphor, change the action." So. At the point that I decided that alcohol was no more linked to pleasure, but linked to pain and I have to stop, I decided to change it. But same if I decided in the past to change it, but it was still linked to pleasure, I can tell you. Maybe a couple of months later, I I, I restarted drinking if the link to pleasure was still there. It was not still there. So now it's different. But in your life, you have your bullet. You're not, you, you don't have to uh, stop drinking or maybe you, you have your own bullet. What did you do with this bullet? Do you change your metaphor or you still have it in your life every day? So when you have the vision of your bullet that you have, you can realize, you can decide to change it by changing your metaphor and there's there's a lot of way that you can decide it to do marie-pierre i know that you have a lot of example that you you can bring but uh, when I, I wrote the the chapter i said i cannot present the example of the chapter i will present what i already live in my life but yeah I know that for me, it was that at this moment, because I have those more bullets that bring in in the time. But what is your right now that you have and you need to change it?
3: Thank you, Sabrina. So just before I start with my part, uh, we have a beautiful comment from Dorothee on the Zoom. She writes, changing the metaphor helps you forgive yourself in those situations. I really love it, thank you Dorothy, <laughs> she always have the right words, <laughs> I love it, <laughs> so thank you. Uh, so let's start with the, that part, so before I give you some example, I want to know what is your metaphor for life, so go and write it in the comments, what is that one metaphor for your life that you use, I know Maria was life is a game, <laughs> what is your metaphor for life? Life is a highway for Monique. <laughs> Sabrina, life is a game. <laughs> Just on the Zoom. <laughs> so if you are on Podbean, you didn't hear Maria singing uh, a song that I don't know. <laughs> With the highway. Okay. <laughs> um, Trish, she writes, nothing comes easy. Mm, Dorothy, life is love. Oh, Japanese, I check a cloud box. <laughs> I love it because it's one of my examples.
1: <laughs> do you know where it came from?
3: Yes, it's written in my article because I didn't know. <laughs> but explain it, Japanese, I want it.
1: It came from the movie, Forrest Gump. Okay, you say life is a chocolate box. You never know on which one you will like, you will take the uh, after. So I really love that metaphor. (laughs) Great movie. You never know
3: what you're gonna get. (laughs) I love it. Yes. Okay, perfect. Mathieu, right? Life is a game. Life is a game. It's really something that people love. So where did that metaphor come from? So probably you picked and you pick that uh, metaphor from people around you, maybe your parent, teacher, co-worker, or friends. But I'm sure you didn't think about the impact of the metaphor when you picked it up. And maybe you didn't even think about the metaphor and it's just become an habit in your life. So if you want to change your metaphor, yes, it's something that it can uh, you can do it, but you need to have some example and you need to take, one more than one uh, metaphor if you really want to change your uh, way of thinking about life. So yes, I have a list of 40 metaphors about life. <laughs> so you will find that one that will really resonate with you. So yes, I will drop that document on the group uh, Les de des Diamants Inspirational group on Facebook. So if you are not on the group, uh, please join the group so you can see all the 40 metaphors because this morning I will cover only a few. The chocolate box <laughs> that Jean-Philippe <John Billet laughs> covered is the D40 example. The one that I chose, the first one is life is like an onion. When you peel back the layers, what do you find? So you discover something new each time and you might shed a tear along the way. So don't leave life on one layer. I really love that one. <laughs> or life is like a theater. So um, the entire world is a stage and everyone else is a player. So in this kind of thinking, you have the ability to be anyone you want. Why not be someone great? Our life is like a bicycle. So riding a bike and living life are very similar. Not only does it take a while to get the hang of riding a bike, but you always need to move forward if you want to keep your balance. I really, (laughs) I had really fun this morning (laughs) when I read those uh, metaphors. Another one, life is like a whisper. Sometimes life is like a whisper. It's not always loud and in your face. It's only when you slow down and listen that you hear what is the most important in your life. I really love that one. And life is like a building. A building is only as strong as its foundation. Similarly, unless you've built yourself a strong foundation, you're at risk of tumbling down. Once you have your strong foundation, it's time to build higher. I love that one because it's really, uh, it goes well with what we cover on Thursday and Friday with the the seven habits, the foundation, it's really important. So please be there tomorrow for the, the next part of the seven habits. And the last one I want to read this morning is Life is Like a Canva. So, Canva is a blank page. It's up to us how we paint it. We are all the artists of our own life. So, how do you want to be remembered? So, that gives you some examples. So, if you need more, yes, you will find the 40 metaphor about life. So, you can read the 40. And really find that one that will really resonate with you. So what metaphor will fit for your life? So will it work for you? Or is it something that for now, the metaphor you have for your life is something that will cause problems for you or maybe limit your choices? So it's possible to change your metaphor. So take the time to read it and try this if you want to change your metaphor. So notice the metaphor you use Especially when your work or your life is difficult and challenging, so experiment with metaphors that lead more to, en- need more to engage calm, such as planting mini seeds or seeing yourself as an Oscar- orchestra conductor. So notice when it's challenging and experiment with new metaphors to see what really helps you to be calm, calmer in this situation. So that's the, the example that I have for this morning.
0: I, oh, I, I, anybody else like me just going, oh, 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 I was taking notes. I'm going, what will I discuss, first of all, with my family? What will I be discussing with this podcast tomorrow night at our meeting? You see, this is how my brain works, okay? And what will I be discussing with myself? with myself. Because if I want to transform intentionally my life, and that's my word I've chosen for 2022, intentionality. Okay. I said to Jean-Philippe, you're going to try something. You need to be focused on one thing. And what is your intention with this one thing you're doing? Intentionality. A lot of people work hard. A lot of people are brilliant, but without intentionality, with laser focus, it doesn't happen. For me, This podcast is definitely a pivoting point for 2022 to reinforce what we already began. With the end in mind, writing out our end in mind, it's December 31st, 2022. What is it going to be? Number two, our 100 goals. Why 100 goals? Because it helps us to be focused on accomplishing even the most tiny tasks to help us build confidence so we have the courage to attack the bigger tasks. Our dream board. And now I'm going to add to my dream board my metaphors of choice. And I'm going to add to my dream board, listen to this, listen to this, my transformational vocabulary. I am right now detecting every word I'm saying that I can replace with a more powerful intentional word, word to get me where I want to go. And it's already having its effect. Now, those that don't know me as Maria Mariano, celebrating 40 years in my multi-level marketing business, you have to know that I have never achieved any of my goals because life is a game. So I always keep putting that, that benchmark higher and higher, making sure I never achieve it just so that I can continue playing the game, right? And last night, I got caught in my own game. So here I am doing my conditioning. So I really hope you get a conditioning program. And it asks me, what is the goal of the day? And I wrote down, Sabrina, 500 guests. Like for me, it was a big stretch. It's January 4th. I mean, who's going to show up at a Tupperware guest event on January 4th? So for me, writing down 500 guests is what I call a stretch goal meant for me to stretch, but not achieve. So I was expecting like, The the, the head, the head would say 250, 300 people at the French guest event, right? Holy Toledo, they were almost 600 people. And I went, Oh, the transformational vocabulary is already starting to work. The universe is already conspiring with me. And now, by adding the choice of metaphors, added metaphors for 2022, oh my God. So, in closing, what I would love to share with you, there's one important lesson that describes life as a game, okay? It is that it focuses on the journey and not the destination, so my life, I was sharing with Marie-Pierre hier, like Marie-Pierre, if I were to calculate all the hours we work in our business combined together, you know, each director's contribution, etc., who does what we do every single week, seven days a week? Nobody, nobody. Why? Because it's about the journey. Because if it's about achieving a goal, you know, we're at $50 million, guys. And we started the year with explosive growth already. So I have no doubt we're going to close this year at a hundred million, striving mine goal for 150 million ideally 280 million depending on my anglophones monique okay because that's where the gold is right now so i'm always focused on the destination i play so we play games to have fun to challenge ourselves to spend quality time with friends and family you know saturday they play cheating monopoly you can buy a a Monopoly game that's called Monopoly for Cheaters. And it is so much fun, so much more funner. Anyways, it it is about the experience. It it is about those memories we create. So if you can see your life as a game and choose which, which, which part of the game you want to be, because every part is fantastic. Every part has a role it allows us to live in the moment. I'm a happy camper. Why am I a happy camper? Because even if I get upset with Mohammed, once the the argument, but we don't argue, once our different opinions, there we go, are expressed, I turn around and I say, you want coffee or do you want tea? I turn the page rapidly because I'm always in the moment. Always live each day. Uh, this comes from my dad. He says, "Maria, remember to live each day as if it were your last." So I have no enemies. I don't have any fights. I don't have anything that um, uh, I reprimand to people or or I despise people. Like I have none of these ugly feelings in my life because my I was taught by my dad to live each day as if it were my last. But to plan, oh, transformational vocabulary, Jean-Philippe, hang on, hang on, hang on. And to plan, oh, I remove the but, you see how I'm conscious about it now, okay? And to plan for tomorrow, just in case you were to live eternally. So viewing life as, as a game can be incredibly freeing, removing all obstacles, and truly and truly and truly enjoying every second of your life. And this is what I wish for you guys. So join us tomorrow because we're going to do it in a synergistic fashion. A synergistic fashion. Anyways, thank you so much, Jean-Philippe. Amazing. Sabrina, amazing. Marie-Pierre, thank you. And thank you, everybody, for being there. And Virginie, welcome back. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us.